0: Welcome to Insights to Strength. I'm your host, Jay Love, and this podcast was curated to remind you that you are not your circumstance. Join me as I encourage you through the Word of God, help you to identify your strengths, and vocally walk alongside you in purpose. Hey, seekers, it's Tuesday. We are back from the holiday and we are winding down our year. And I I hope you all ate well. (laughs) I had a very quiet Thanksgiving, but it was indeed enjoyable. Um, My house is fresh. It was clean. (laughs) like smelling like lemons. Um, I enjoyed um, a lot of reflection over these last couple of days um, as I prepare for not only uh, but the year, the not only prepare for the end of the year and the top of the year, but for other um, episodes in which I co-host with the Save Girl podcast and with Healing in Heels podcast, right? I co-host um, those amongst my friends and sisters in faith. And y'all, while I was, um, I've been having, huh, how do I want to word this first of all? <laughs> two weeks ago, almost two weeks ago now, I uh, reentered into therapy, and um, there has been this question about loyalty, right? The word, just loyal, and what it you know what it means to be loyal, and how it is that we honor ourselves in being loyal, and all of this stuff. But it has not shaken yet. So today's Tuesday's Thought Tuesday's thought has everything to do with loyalty. I was um, speaking with my therapist um, about some stuff on my job and where I am concerning it and what it is that I want to do. And he began to share with me um, some memories that he has had about working with Other employers, you know, from his experience working with other employers and what he realized once he was in, you know, within these different positions. And one of the things that he mentioned is that once he realized that they don't honor him or that they don't, uh, find him, they don't respond to him as being worthy, not in a higher. Not like he, he wasn't presenting himself as being like higher minded or whatever, anything like that. It's just like, no, I y'all came looking for me. Y'all came looking for me and I'm here and I'm being mistreated or not uh, respected, you know, et cetera, et cetera, is basically all that he was getting at. Um, they tried to belittle him in, you know, so many different ways or not take his professional advice and, you know, undermining him. And so he says, "You know what? This isn't this isn't what I signed up for. I'm out. Catch y'all on the flip, <laughs> right?" It's basically is how he decided to respond. And that conversation has set with me because he presented to a question to me, and I'm going to paraphrase the question. But ultimately, he's asking why why remain loyal. To something or someone that does not, that isn't loyal to you, right? And it kind of gave me a gut punch. And I'm like, yeah, and it was a gut punch. Not because I didn't already have or didn't already make up my answer as to what it was that I was going to do. But I began wondering about the many ways that I do present myself loyal or that um being loyal has been been a detriment to me in a sense, right? So what is what is loyal? Loyal is giving or showing firm and constant support or allegiance to a person or an institution, right? When someone is loyal, that means they are faithful, they are true, they are constant, that they are reliable. And so in the definition of loyal, one of the words that stuck out to me was the fact that they are constant. Who I am every day in friendship, in family, in life, love, education, I am constant. I am reliable. I am an anchor to quite a you know few situations in people and in people's lives. And so sometimes when I look around, not as not necessarily like, hey, I want that same, well, you know, looking to see who's loyal to me because I, I don't I'm not manipulative in, manipulative in that regard. Like I'm not manipulative at all, but I don't I just don't uh, my brain doesn't register things like that. Like, oh, yeah, you've been disloyal. I ain't trying to I ain't mess with you no more. No, nah, that's just not my heart. Right. But I'm firm in showing up. And showing support because that's who I am at my core. So when I say that loyal, my loyalty has been detrimental to me, it's, my, it's a default response. Even when I've been shown things otherwise, I remain true to who I am. And I still show up despite what it is that someone else or something has done right to me. And so... I've been having these moments where, you know, since that conversation, where I'm just literally adding up the lessons that come with being loyal. And, um, one of my most recent, um, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm processing this today. today I didn't script anything out. I just have a couple of bu- bu- uh, bullet points, but I am, today is a processing day, um, with with these Tuesday's thoughts because it, it's hit me in quite a different quite a few different ways <laughs> unexpectedly. Um one thing that I had not realized is that me being loyal to others has also uh has affected my decision making. Right? I was in a car accident back in 2016, fall of twenty sixteen And the accident was a pretty bad accident. But in my mind, I was like, all right, we're going to go to the hospital. We're going to do all the things, whatever. And we did. Uh, Body was in pain a little bit, but nothing had really actually settled in. But that next day, I was like, I'm getting up and I'm going to work as if nothing ever happened. I got up and I went to work the next day. I took my medicine with me, you know, just in case I, you know, like the pain started to really just get become too much. But I got up in response to present all things normal, all things well, show up in my strength. All right, we got bills to pay in the house. Let's make sure, you know, all is taken care of. I don't want him to have to break his back at work or have to do all this overtime or whatever it is at work because I can't hold up my end of the bargain. Like these, this was my mindset at the time. Being loyal to the job being loyal to my students, being loyal to my then spouse, all of that had me factoring in, hey, do all of this, put yourself last. I didn't discuss it with nobody else. I didn't talk with nobody. else. I didn't tell him how I was feeling, none of that. I just got up, not responded normal as what it would be considered normal. And got to work, ended up having, you know, um, not being able to function. I couldn't function. And not in my not my, at not at a hundred percent at, at all. I ended up leaving leaving work. Um and when I, I remember showing up and my co-teacher was like, Miss Jackson, what are you doing here? At the time I let my name was Jackson. What are you doing here? Like you was in a car accident, were you? And I'm just like, and it got to the point where my neck began to gorge and um and swell so like it's it whoa! Like it felt like somebody was restricting me, uh, and my co teacher was like, "Go home, go home." So I went home, or whatever. But it affected my decision making, trying to show up for everything and everybody else. I put myself on a back burner. Back burner, right? And I'm going through all the as I was preparing. Just again, I have a couple of notes, but as I was preparing for this, I'm looking at some of the scriptures that came, you know, that was, that came under being loyal and what, what it is. And I started thinking about Joseph and how he chose not to sleep with Pyra for his wife because he was like, how, why, why would I sleep with you? uh, When this man has given, given me all of this, like he allows for me to rule his everything. I don't want to trade that. And furthermore, I don't want to betray my Lord. Right. Because at the end of the day, that's who I'm accountable to. I started thinking about Joseph and, you know, what loyalty makes us do, right? Stay firm, stay consistent, be supportive. So he's showing, and he was showing his allegiance to both Potiphar and to the Lord. But it makes me ask, like, who are you showing your allegiance to? Who did you choose to put before you, right? Second Timothy, uh... Verses two and thirteen talks and says that if we are faith faithless faithless, he remains faithful for he cannot draw he cannot disown himself. This is the um this is in again second Timothy two and thirteen, but he was talking about this is the lord's response to us that also sometimes we are unfaithful he can't disown what he said that he's going to do for himself or, you know, break promises. He's not a man that he should lie any of those things. And so, but he won't disown himself. We are a part of him. So he remains loyal to us. One of the reasons he remains loyal to us is because we know that he knows that we are a part of him. But Jackie, you have disowned yourself. The scripture says he won't he won't disown himself. He won't betray himself in order to prove us wrong in any regard, right? He's we're faith we're faithless, but he's gonna remain faithful. He can't go against his word. He can't go against himself. I betray myself when being loyal to other things and other people, and so I'm sitting. In today's time, with a condition that has frustrated me. Can I be honest today? I'm being extremely transparent. And I became extremely upset because I know that I have this diagnosis and I've had it for some time at this point. But I said it has impaired the way that I have been able to operate like my pastime going from being a hundred percent into these days where I, I can't, you know, barely move or where the temporary paralysis sets in. And so now I'm falling all over and just comes in. I'm just like, this is this is for the birds, bro. <laughs> you can have it back. You know, but I also hold on to the promise to so what the Lord has said to me. He said, This is not unto death. So even with this current situation, I am loyal to the Lord, and even with me not knowing in Second Timothy, this same scripture, like uh, verses prior to it, talks about. Um, hold on, let me go to it. Talks about you know what it looks like to uh, to to suffer. Right. Says uh, verses two and eight. I think I can start there. Well, let's start at the top of the verse. It says, Second Timothy, chapter two. You then, my son, be strong in the grace that, that is in Christ Jesus and the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses entrust to a reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. He's made me qualified in this, by the way. Join with me in suffering like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather they try to please his commanding officer. Similarly, anyone who competes as an athlete does not receive the victor's crown except by competing according to the rules. Did I not give us this last week in Tuesday's thoughts? Right. The hardworking farmer should be the first to receive a share of the crops reflect on what what I am saying for the Lord will give you insight into all this. So I got to sit down, I got to think about think a little bit else as to what's being uh what loyalty is to the gospel, what loyalty is to me. What is that? You know, being able to really think on these things. What does it mean to endure with the Lord? And in moments of endurance, what are you allowing Yourself to say, what are you allowing your thoughts to think? What are you, because the command has also to be, has been to think on these things that are good. Right? Things that are just. And if I'm being honest, huh, that's been a little, that's been a task. Over the last couple of days. It's It's been a task, but I'm being honest with you. I'm being honest with myself. And I'm being honest even in this moment with the Lord that God I remember what your word has said to me. I'm looking for ways and reasons to rejoice, even though I've rejoiced already over what he has already done, the things that he has protected me from, and, you know, all of this. But here is how, just in case you're wondering, how you're maybe asking yourself, how, Jay, were you disloyal to yourself? I didn't allow myself to process the diagnosis of having conversion disorder. Instead, I I accepted it. Before, before, there was a whole lot of denial first. But then I had to accept it. And I, so I did. I accepted it. I figured out how to operate with it. You know, I began setting boundaries for my life, for people, uh, for different situations, um, being mindful of my input, right, what it is that I am thinking about, how I'm thinking, and uh, I had to change my working habits, right? My functionality in every area of my life had to change so that I could make it a world that is conducive for me to function well within this new diagnosis, and that has not been the easiest thing because one, when, when I think I got it, you know, something happens. And, and it it knocks me off my rocker in such a way that it frustrates me because I am living my life now with something that wasn't always there. So I'll continue on. I stopped at verse 7. It says, reflect on what I am saying for the Lord will give you insight into all of this. So I asked the Lord, what are you trying to show me? And that's when he answered me, hey. You haven't always been loyal to yourself. So it says in verse 8, remember Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, descended from David. This is my gospel for which I am suffering, even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But God's word is not chained. The word of the Lord is absolutely free. Free in cost. Right? Free in experience. And it produces... mm, mm, It has its way of producing life, liveliness within you. Even though I am filling my fields in this moment with y'all. I'm chained to what that his word brings life to me. Therefore, verse 10 says, I endure everything for the sake of the elect that they too may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Here is a trustworthy saying. In verse 11, the trustworthy saying says, If we die with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we disown him, he will also disown us. But if we are faithless, he remains faithful. For he cannot disown himself. Can you find yourself being faithless? And hopeful at the same time. All right? The scripture says, Lord, I believe, but help thou my unbelief. It's the questioning of, Lord, I know that your word is true. But can you show me that you will that you'll do it for me? Can you can you guide me in the path of understanding so I know that you're looking out for your boy? You're looking out for your girl, like, that you're going to come through. Because enduring a thing, it sounds good in, in theory, right? Because, oh, we can handle it. I've got it. But the Lord says where you are weak, he is made strong. Can I admit to you all that, y'all, I'm a little weak right now in this moment, <laughs> it don't last always. But in this moment, I'm a little weak right now. And so I present to you my faith in vulnerability to let you all know that there is a very very humane part of me. When I'm not jolly, when I'm not all, you know, bubbly and smiling all over the place cuz that's also who I am in essence. But I have real moments behind this microphone where I don't always know how to handle my feelings, but and yet have this this I have a very rationalization a mind that tries to rationalize a lot or analyze, and so although two things can be true at the same time. It doesn't negate the um, perception. I can be hopeful and a little sad too. I can trust in the Lord and still be mad. And in this moment, I'm being both honest. And very vulnerable and hopeful in that the what in 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 my relationship, right? With the word. Like today is probably the day where I shouldn't be recording, right? I understand like I've never been able to understand something before accountability these oh these last couple of days have shown me myself and what it looks like to be accountable to God's people, despite what it is that you want for yourself, loyalty we're talking about loyalty. the rest there is a responsibility to endure responsibility to endure why it says verse 2 says and the things you may have heard he said you verse at 2 and 1 2 verses 2 chapter 2 verses 1 through 2 it says you then my son be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses. Entrust to reliable, uh, in trust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. There is an accountability in being loyal, in being one who is made to endure. It is my job, my responsibility, as. Um, A person of faith. A woman of faith. To teach to you. That although. Salvation is free. It still comes with the cost. Of. Sometimes suffering. For the Lord's sake. (laughs) That he may be the one to be glorified. There's a responsibility to apologize those you fumbled because you wanted to be selfish. Yeah. The accountability, that's where I learned accountability. Cuz I fumbled. I fumbled hard over the uh hard. Because I want I rather been selfish. With my own needs. And my perception of a thing was blinded by my will. And I was missing promptings. That should have pointed and instructed me. uh, Instructed me. And I was missing. I caught him, but I wasn't, I didn't dive deeper into a thing. Nope. Mm -mm. He didn't. I I chose it. Oh, okay. I'll deal with that on the back end. I'll take a mental note of it. But no, it was, I need you to see this and I need you to be present in this. And I need you to show up in this. And I did not. So if I'm being honest. There is little. There's some residual effects that I'm having concerning that. And I've had to ask for forgiveness from the Lord, right? But loyalty, what has it taught you? Loyalty for me is, hey, you got to show up for you. I have not done that. I've allowed, and I pray that this is not rambled. <laughs> There are times where I chose not to be present for myself for the sake of other people, and now I'm sitting with it as a detriment, as a, a, a lesson learned, not because people were doing me wrong, but because I, in good faith, right, in good motive, all of that, and wanted to have a good deed, I, for, I forfeited myself, my own healing, my own processes. Processing the way that I process things, the way that I'm articulate life. But I get to share and teach it with you to do it better. I want you to do it better. Right? Don't betray yourself trying to show up for other people because you're not helping anyone. Allow God and your faithfulness to Him. Be faithful to him. If you want to be faithful and loyal to anybody. Be faithful to him. Right, Show your allegiance in him. I am real life loyal to the Lord. And in my very humane nature. Some days. I have. There have been days where I ask. What is it all for? But I promise you. Just as quick as the thought comes. He reminds me. Has it not been worth it? And I can't help but to say yes. Again, to his will. I can't help but to say yes. To ensure, uh, to want the gospel to go forth and not. Have others on this journey and be blind into thinking that, you know, the walk of the Lord, walking with the Lord is all rainbows and butterflies and, you know, honeysuckle and, you know, green plants and all of that. But really, there are seasons that we have to, that we walk into or walk away from as he elevates us. Or as he internally changes our perception of ourself and of life. As he changes his perception of how we think about who he is even to us. There were many times where I was fearful of the Lord in a very punishable way. Where I wouldn't do stuff because I'm like, Lord, the Lord, if I don't do this, the Lord going to kill me off were my thoughts. And he's like, dude, can you come a little closer so I can teach you how well and how gently I actually do love for you? Can I show you my compassion for you? Can you allow for my word to be the bomb on your heart. Can you embrace forgiveness for yourself and for others? Entrusting his will. Can I trust? Can he entrust his insights to you? Can he entrust his wisdom to you? That His knowledge so that you then pour it out in wisdom later on. when I was unfaithful and faithless, he said, I'm still going to show up for her and allow her to understand that I see your desires. I see the desires of your heart. And because you submitted them to me, surely I will grant them. I'll grant you the desires of your heart. And sometimes granting the desires of your heart will also show you why he kept you from a thing. (laughs) He'll show you why that he has become an enclosure for me, why he's chosen to protect me the way that he has. I'll show you grace, I'll show you mercy, I'll show you love, I'll give you wisdom, I'll give you joy. I'll show you what it looks like to accept yourself in my will as it always was to be. Can I share with you the fruit that you bear because of your obedience? Can I show you the seeds that you've sown throughout the years, and then watch you respond by in excitement, the many trees that have been bore to your obedience, to your faithfulness. The Lord is so gracious in his loyalty and in his love. Even in our lack of understanding, your labor is not in vain. Okay. Though sometimes it appears that you don't know what you're doing this for, know that your labor is not in vain. And truly the Lord is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. I, I seek the Lord. I go running and chasing after him. I want to be in his presence. I want to know what he knows and what he wants to share. I ask him for my daily bread. I I love spending time in worship with him. I love being able to praise and fellowship amongst the people. And when he sits me quiet sometimes, I enjoy that too. Excuse me. But what I've come to know over and all, all in all, when I consider what loyalty looks like, what my understanding of loyalty is, he brings back to me, hmm. <laughs> he brings back to me his word in Jeremiah. I'm like, man, we always, I've heard this so many times that I don't even want to hear it again some days. So, Right. What it says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Verse 12 says, then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. 13, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart your loyalty to him paves a way <laughs> that when you are seeking you searching him out he comes and he sits right in your face it says in 14 i will be found by you declares the lord and i will bring you back from captivity I will gather you from all the nations and places where I've banished you, declares the Lord. And I will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. When you seek Him, when you thought you were left somewhere uncared for and abandoned, He said, "I don't know." When you when you come seeking after Me, you will find Me. I'll return to you. (laughs) And like, like, hey, it may look like you're surrounded, (laughs) but you're surrounded by the Lord. You're surrounded by the Lord. You're surrounded by the Lord. So be mindful of where your loyalty leads you. My loyalty to others could have led me astray, and it did. My My loyalty to others led me away from me but when i became loyal to the lord it's where i found me i found me i found me i think i'm done oh um. I pray that these Tuesday thoughts have empowered you and that they will empower you to take a second look at loyalty. To love for yourself. Engage your time with the Lord. Be intent on taking care of you so that you are better off when you teach others about who Christ is and who he is for real so that you don't make selfish decisions in pivotal moments okay I love you all with the love of Christ as always keep praying keep pressing and standing and stand tall Hey, Seekers. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. You could even send a voicemail by clicking the link in our show notes. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Instagram and on Facebook at Insights to Strength. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.